today's very, very sad Goldcast is sponsored by the hope and the dream that maybe after tomorrow's MRI, we get a report that it's just an ACL sprain and that Jimmy G will be back in like five weeks, six weeks, like a Steph Curry injury or something like that from last year. That's what this episode is sponsored by, although my confidence is very low. Uh, this is going to be another solo mission. Ray should be back next week. It's just been a little bit of scheduling. So you get me. You get Rudy Salisa the third. The baddest mo ever in the game. So before we get started, you can find us on youtube.com slash the goldcast. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever podcasts are sold, we can be found there. You can find us on Twitter uh, at the goldcast underscore you can find us on instagram at the goldcast you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash the goldcast all right well i we all saw it all jimmy g had to do was run out of bounds uh we're gonna get into it uh we're gonna talk about the whole thing and what this means and what probably what the most likely outcome we all feel is coming headed our way uh we're going to talk about that but first the gold cast intro let's get busy san francisco are you ready this is the gold cast boom Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Sluice Third, and with me is you, 49er Faithful. All right, let's get into it. There's a lot to unpack here. If this was happening on a different day, this would be an emergency Gold Cast podcast because we are in a tailspin. I know the 49er Faithful is in a tailspin, but that's all right. That's why you got the Gold Cast. This is why I'm here. I'm here for you. This is why. We're here. This is a place where you can come talk. Come talk to, come talk to your big brother, Rudy Salisa III. Here we go. So, Saturday night. This pretty much happens every week for me. And uh, let me see if this happens to you guys. Every single week for me, I, you know, I have a, I, I, I've made up my mind at the beginning of the week, pretty much Sunday night when I'm recording the Goldcast, what, what I think is going to happen the following week with the Niners. Are we going to win? Are we going to lose? I pretty much make all those decisions immediately coming up, right? So I make those decisions. I had assumed I had us at one and two at this point in the season. If you go back, uh, it'll, it's right. If you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see this immediately right now. If you go back to our um, predictions, I predicted us to be one and two at this point in the season. I predicted that we would lose to Minnesota. We would lose to the Vikings. Uh, we had a couple tough tough games in the beginning, and then we'd, we'd go on a pretty decent stretch midway through the season because our schedule got relatively easier. And um, I feel like the Niners this year were at a place where they were, you know, good enough to beat up on the on the weaker teams and struggling against, you know, the cream of the crop of the NFL. But having said that, by the time Saturday rolls around or Sunday rolls around, I believe we're going to win. I mean, I go in like, let's do this. Here's the path to win. So I send a text out to my brother, Ray. 
you know, my co-host, Raymond Solis I, I sent a text out to him and my father, the unofficial third member of the Goldfeck cast, Rudy Solis Jr. I sent a message to them and Cousin Brian. Cousin Brian's on the story. Cousin Brian's probably the most cynical Niners fan I've ever seen in my entire life. You guys all know the fan I'm talking about. Everyone has that one fan where it's like they're they're still salty about like the Harbaugh thing, you know, and they still think Jed York is like a total total prick. And so there's always those guys that I feel like they they their entire mission in, in life is to bash the 49ers, and that's kind of what Cousin Brian is. He's totally that guy. Cousin Brian is like, he just bashes the Niners to the point where like sometimes I'm like, are you a Raiders fan in disguise? Like, do, do, you, do you hate the Niners? I've never met a 49er fan who hated the Niners so much. He's one of those fans. These guys, like, it's always just rain and doom and gloom in his, uh, in his eyes, and the team is just never good enough. Anyways, going back to this, going back to this, I, we're all in a group thread. We talk about the Niners every single week. So I put out a thread and I go, look, there is a clear path to victory tomorrow. Reuben Foster's back. Coupled with DeForest Buckner, Fred Warner, Solomon Thomas. If they can get to Mahomes, if they can create a pass rush, because he hasn't really had to deal with that. If they can get to Mahomes, there is a path to victory here. We can beat this team. We can do it. We just have to hold them. Their defense isn't very good. I expect Jimmy G to score on them pretty easily and aggressively. We have got to be the ones that stop them. This is a tale of two defenses. Our defense is better than theirs. And even though our offense isn't super great, our offense can definitely score on this team. This is the path to victory. This is the clear path to victory. I sent out that text. And I'm thinking about it all night. I'm thinking I'm getting more confident. I go, look, this is all we got to do. The front seven has got to step up. They've got to step up. Reuben Foster is back. Let, let's step up. Let's shut this team down. Shut them down for enough possessions so that Jimmy G and the offense can get a lead because Kansas City can't stop anybody. So I'm confident. I'm excited. Here we go. We can do this. Let's go. 49er faithful all day. Kansas City is favored by six. I did think that that was a little too conservative in my most pessimistic side. Now flipping back to the other direction, I thought we'd probably lose closer to around 14 points if we were going to lose, but I saw this path so clearly. And of course, the narrative has been the Niners don't have much depth, really struggling at receiver. Jimmy G doesn't have a lot of help. The offensive line has given up way too many sacks. This has been the narrative going into week three, right? These are all the negatives. And that the, and the, the secondary is atrocious, which so these are all true, true things. So, but I still thought there was enough here to get the job done. And that first half, oh my God. First of all, the, the offense played horrible in that opening quarter. I mean, the, the, the offense, the offense of the 49ers, they made the Kansas City defense look like the Seattle Seahawks. I was like, what is going on? The Seattle Seahawks of old. I was like, what, what is this? Oh, my God, these guys look terrible. I mean, it just looked like we were playing two different kinds of games. The Niners were on one speed, and Kansas City was on, you know, steroids. They were like Usain Bolt. It was ridiculous. I was getting so frustrated. They put up 35 darts like it was nothing, like it was literally nothing. I was so frustrated. I said, I said wow, this is going to be a long game. We're going to lose by like 60 points. Like, what's going to happen here? Niners really struggled. Finally got a rhythm, 
finally got a rhythm and you know ma- made a case of it in, in the at the end of the, you know put 10 points on the board in the second quarter all right good third quarter rolls around and finally i start seeing the path to victory i tell the guys on the text thread i'm going guys i see the path to victory here's the clear path what did i tell you guys we need to shut down mahomes we need to stop this guy from scoring and they did. They held them to zero points in the third quarter, and I was pumped. I was like, yes, here we go. We got this. We got this. <sighs> then the fourth quarter came. First of all, the Niners take eat up a lot of clock, a lot of clock on that drive, that that the big drive in the fourth quarter, man. They just, I mean, they ate up most of the fourth quarter. And I was thinking, I just, I'm getting nervous. We're running out of time. You know, we're, we're, time is now against us. So Jimmy G goes for that run. He goes for the run, and all he had to do was step out of bounds. That's all he had to do. But then he pops his left leg out, and he cuts back, and he goes right into the defender. And can we talk about this? Can we talk about this real quick? Where was the helmet-to-helmet call right there? How frustrating was that? Who else saw that? Did you guys see that? Any of you guys catch that? How frustrating was that? That was helmet-to-helmet. That was helmet-to-helmet. Don't even get me started on the penalties. The penalties, I, I, 145 yards or 47, I don't know what it was. It was 100 too many, let's put it that way, for the for the San Francisco 49ers. We gave Kansas City, gave them that game. Again, shooting ourselves in the foot. So when Jimmy G goes down, the first thing I'm thinking, the very first thing I'm thinking is I'm like, oh, wow, he's got a concussion. Like, that's a concussion for sure. I did not even... It didn't even cross my mind. I thought, fuck, this is part of my language. But I'm thinking, okay, so what's this mean? He's out, he's gonna be out next week. So now we don't we lose Jimmy G for a week? Oh my god, I don't really? And and the whole team is dropping like flies. We fired we fired our trainer already, and we got a new trainer. And this I don't know who the new trainer is, but he doesn't give me any more confidence. This, we've had we we have been riddled with injuries since Harbaugh's last season. Every season, half the team goes down every single game. I just don't get it. I just don't understand. I, I really don't get it. So Jimmy G goes down. He's laying there, and I'm thinking it's a concussion. And I'm thinking, okay, well maybe he's a little loopy. You know, he's he's probably you know he's you know got he got cracked pretty hard right there. I, so I'm thinking it's not that big of a deal, right? I'm thinking, all right, we're, we're fine. It's cool. You know, I mean, he might be out for a week. That's going to suck. But, I, you know, I guess, you know, this is a good learning lesson for Jimmy G. Like, come on, don't don't pull don't pull an RG3, uh, Jimmy G, and go trying to go heads up with a DB, man. You're going to get hurt. Like, you, you know, you're going to get the wind knocked out. You're going to get your head lob, lobbed off. So he's laying there, and then he's up. C.J. Beathard comes in, delivers a... Kill stroke to Kittle. Just beautiful. Just lobbies a beautiful, beautiful pass. And then it immediately gets, immediately gets taken away for offensive PI. Was that not just the most Las Vegas shit you've ever seen in your life? Was that not just the most like Vegas gives a call and says, hey, uh, we can't have the 49ers cover. It really works in our best interest if the Niners don't cover. So you need to figure something out. That call was the stupidest call I've seen in a long time. That was that was literally out of thin air. Out of thin, he just invented pass interference. I, I mean, he had some hands on him, 
But I mean, if that's if that's your definition of pass interference, you, you better be calling that every single play. That happens every single down. I, I don't I don't get it. It was it there was no consistency. That was the worst call at the worst time. I mean, way to at least inject some lifeblood into the San Francisco 49ers. That pass to Kittle was beautiful. It was perfect. And it was just the bolt of confidence we needed going in to the to the you know final minutes of the game. There's you know, it's still within reach. If that happens, this is within reach. <sighs> Gosh. But I digress. Then then Jimmy G gets carted off. And he gets carted off and he's in the cart. I'm like, why is he in the cart? That's weird. And then I'm thinking, is there something else? It still really hasn't hit me that he might have tweaked his knee. And then they start talking about it. And as they're talking about it, they're showing it on the on the video replay. And they're showing the left leg. And you see he kind of steps. And it looks like he's cutting back. But uh, then then at the end, after the game's over, I mean, it, we're, we're done. We're done. The second they took back the Kittle... I was like, it's over. I, I I turned to my wife and I was like, this game's done. It's they're 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 toast. Um, I was super pissed. I saw the path to victory. The defense stepped up, held them to three points, held that unstoppable offense to only three points in the second half. I was so proud. We needed that. It was two quarters too late, and now Jimmy G goes down. All Jimmy G had to do was run out of bounds. Jimmy G, run out of bounds. What did I say? What, did I, what have I been saying all year, guys? I said, I've been saying, when Jimmy G's grandmother goes to hug him, I want a guard right there jumping and slapping her hands down. I want him to literally not have a single person touch him. I want him to be the bubble boy. I want him to not, I want him to not know what human contact feels like for the next 10 years. He's like Rogue from X-Men who can't touch anybody. This is who I want Jimmy G to be. And lo and behold, he gets injured today and no one touched him. Jimmy G injured Jimmy G. So, Shanahan, Shanny's on the mic afterwards and saying, you know, we think it's his ACL. We'll have an MRI tomorrow, figure it out. And the blood rushed out of my face because I'm sitting here now thinking I've got 14 more weeks left if Jimmy G's done for the season it's over it's over we're done we're toast we're, we're completely done I gotta go through 14 weeks I am not a bandwagon 49 faithful fan let me tell you guys straight all right and there's some of you out there and that's fine we love you we'll keep you no problem but you know what I watched the San Francisco 49ers every effing year i watch every game on sunday nights and i hope you do too whether they're good or they're bad i am there i always watch this team i will i will fair weather my other teams when i'm in a bad mood or when i'm just not feeling how they're playing but i never ever quit on the 49ers ever faithful till i die let's go Red and gold all day in my blood, in the veins. So, he, they're mentioning that he's down, possibly out for the season, torn ACL. And I'm sitting here thinking, I now have to watch 14 more weeks. 14 more weeks 
of the 49ers sucking. 14 more weeks of this team being in quote-unquote rebuild mode. 14 weeks of this team going through what's going to be a nightmare of a season. We have the Packers coming up. We still haven't played the Rams. The Seahawks. Just a nightmare. And I'm just not looking forward to it. This is this is the part about football that drives me crazy. Is the injuries, man. The injuries. Anybody can get hurt, can get hurt at any time. And this is the part that drives me nuts, man, cuz this is the this is the dark side of football. I basically just sat in my bed, had red zone on, and I just sat there for like the next 3 hours just numb. Just numb. And I know you guys all feel the same way. It just sucks. It's like our season feels like it's our season already feels like it's over. Um I just don't think CJ Beathard is is there. I don't think he, he kid's got a lot of heart, but I don't think he's there. We just don't have enough weapons for a rook that for a kid that he's not a rook anymore. We just don't have enough, and it just sucks, man. It really sucks. You know, I just don't think the kid has enough. I don't think there's there is no clear path to victory at this point. And I know you guys all, like I said, I know you guys all feel it too. And it just really sucks. It feels like our season's pretty much over. It's week three. We have an entire football season to go. And I'm just praying. I'm praying that that kid, Jimmy G, Jimmy G's, I'm praying that what he has is like a sprained ACL. It's a sprain. That's what I'm hoping. But if they think it was a tear, he probably heard a snap. And I've talked to a lot of different people, and I've watched plenty of interviews with people who have torn their ACLs, and they always talk about the snap. My cousin actually just tore a bunch of bones in his knee, and he he severely sprained his MCL. And I asked him, uh, what did it feel like? And he mentioned the snap. He said, I heard it. I heard the snap. And then this shooting pain went through my entire body. I was like, wow, that's brutal. So what do we do? All right, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing the 49er faithful can do. First of all, there's nothing you can do. That's the bad news. Nothing you can do about the team. But what you can do is you can control your faithfulness. So the thing I'm going to say is stick with the team. Stick by them. Don't ditch the 49ers now. Don't be that bandwagon guy and ditch them and go, okay, well, I'm just going to come back every Sunday to listen to the Goldcast for updates. Listen, I want you to come back to the Goldcast and listen for updates, 100%. Raymond will be back. We'll be, you know, we'll be going back to our normal flow. He, he'll be back soon. But don't give up on the Niners. Stay faithful. Stay faithful because the players come and go, but the team is always there. And 49ers need us now more than ever. 49er faithful. We need each other now more than ever stay faithful support the team don't just empty out don't not go to the stadium don't do that to the 49ers stay faithful to jimmy g stay faithful to the san francisco 49ers jimmy g will be back next year uh worst case scenario all right if that is the scenario hopefully bethard has learned something in the time that he's been sidelined and maybe jim maybe bethard can come back and really make a go of it. Um, that's what I'm hoping. 
This is a tough day, man. This is a tough day for Niners fans everywhere. I could literally, I could feel the Niner fandom crying out in unison. A thousand voices crying out in unison. No, Jimmy G! No! What a crappy day. Anyways, uh, Ray will be back next week. And we will continue on our traditional trajectory. Um, Stay faithful. Don't give up on the Niners. And remember, October 16th is the beginning of the brand new NBA season. (laughs) All right. So you can find me on Instagram at RudySolis3. You can find me on Twitter at Rudy Solis, 3RD. So concludes another sad edition of the Goldcast. I'm your host, Rudy Solis III. And with me is you, all of you. Stay faithful. And don't forget, Warriors, NBA, October 16th. (laughs) Something else to look forward to. We'll see you next time. Same Goldcast time. Same Goldcast channel. This is, this is the Goldcast. <laughs>